The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. When it comes to listing your home for sale, everyone and their mom has advice. Oh, honey, who's going to want to buy this place on a cul-de-sac? It's literally a dead end. But for professional advice, a REMAX agent actually knows best. Let's start with a neighborhood analysis. I've been seeing lots of buyers looking to move here. REMAX is the most trusted name in real estate. Visit REMAX.com or download the REMAX app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Based on 2022 BrandSpark American Trust Study. Each office independently owned and operated. We're going to cause trouble. Scott Farrell is calling the shots from the sideline. We're going to make fun of people. We're going to hurt people's feelings. It's Farrell on the bench. I believe in whipped cream with everything. They can't even believe that the Reds beat the Yankees and won that series. I mean, you got to be kidding me. So they lose game one on Tuesday, four to three. Then the Yankees walk off on a wild pitch in game two. Seven to six on Wednesday night. And then last night they lose seven to six. And Cincinnati takes the series. I mean, what is happening here? Joey Votto lined a tie-breaking double in a three-run tenth inning for his second go-ahead hit of the night. And the Reds win it seven-six to get the unexpected series win over the best team in baseball, allegedly. The Reds are in last place in the NL Central. They have one of the worst records in baseball. The Reds uh, get a great outing from Luis Castillo and take two of three in the Bronx. They blew a sizable lead for the second straight night. They were up 4-1, to one, but this time they recovered. Held on to win for the sixth time in seven games overall. Remember, they had the ninth inning comeback in the opening game on Tuesday night. It's the first time they've won back-to-back series all season long. Their manager, David Bell, said this whole series felt like a playoff series. It's a great experience for our team, and that's how you get better. It's just the sixth time in Major League history a team with a winning percentage below 40% won a road series against an opponent with 70% winning percentage, 50 games into a season. The last time it happened was 2001 when the Royals beat Seattle. Before that, it hadn't happened in 46 years. The Yankees have lost only four series all season long and has won 20 of its last 24 home games. So much for that. Aaron Judge hit his 31st home run to start the rally in the eighth. They were down 4-1. He had made a diving catch in centered field. Glaber Torres tied it at 4-all with a two-run shot to right in the porch off Jeff Hoffman. That cost Castillo the win, but he pitched great. He was up against... Nestor Cortez, and the right-hander pitched seven great innings of two-hit ball. Obviously, 
Judge said he's one of the best pitchers in the league. He just didn't leave too many mistakes for us to hit. When you have 100 mile an hour and you're painting the corners, it's a tough day. Tyler Stevenson followed Votto's double, and he had an RBI double of his own. And Donovan Solano added a run-scoring single with two outs to make it 7-4. to four. Matt Carpenter led off the bottom of the 10th with a two-run homer against San Martin, who got two outs in the ninth. The Yankees tried to finish off another rally, but Moretta got two outs for his first Major League save, retiring LeMahieu on a line drive to center field with two on to end the game. Silvato gave the Reds a 2-1 lead in the eighth inning with an RBI single off Luezaga, who was just activated from the IL. Farmer added a two-run single to make it 4-1. As for Castillo, he struck out eight and walked four. He threw 114 pitches. He was very impressive. A lot of teams are interested in getting Castillo at the deadline. Aaron Boone said, quote, he's nasty. He was tough, end quote. Castillo said, uh, I've heard the rumors about being traded to the Yankees and stuff like that. Votto said all the hitters keep telling him how filthy Castillo's stuff is when they get to first base. Votto said he was excellent. He seems to be getting hotter. So it's been really fun to watch. It's the best I've ever seen him. Rizzo doubled with one out in the sixth for New York's first hit. It was a line drive, a low one over the glove of the first baseman into the right field corner. Judge had walked. He went to third on the play and scored on Stanton's RBI ground out. As for Cortez, he went seven innings, allowing four hits and a walk with four strikeouts. The only run he gave up came on Brandon Drury's Sack fly to right that caught Carpenter off guard. By the way, Luis Severino went on the 15-day IL one day after leaving his start with right shoulder tightness. The MRI showed a low-grade strain to his right dorsi muscle. It's the latissimus dorsi muscle that he's having a problem with. Hicks sat out again a second consecutive game with that bruised right shin. And I said yesterday on C2C, get ready for Domingo Herman. He's been out all season with a right shoulder impingement. He's set to make a rehab start today in Scranton-Wilkes-Barre. So the Yankees have to wash it off and start a huge series with their rival Red Sox in the Bronx Tonight, Jordan Montgomery faces the Red Sox. He's 3-2 with a 3-1-9 ERA. They split four games last weekend at Fenway. Right-hander Nathan Avaldi, who's been out, 4-2 with a 3-1-6, is expected to return from his injury to start for the Red Sox against the Yankees. He's been out since June 9th with a lower back inflammation problem. I mean, it's crazy. The Reds are now 34 and 55. They're 15 and a half games back of Milwaukee in the Central. The Yankees are 62 and 27, and they have a 13 game lead over Tampa Bay. Toronto and Boston are 15 and a half back. Baltimore, who's won 10 in a row, 17 back. So Baltimore didn't play last night with their 10-game winning streak, but Seattle did. Ty France hit a 
two-run single in the eighth inning as the Mariners rallied from four down to beat the Rangers in Arlington 6-5 to to extend their winning streak to 11 games. Their streak is the second longest in club history behind the 2001 team that won 15 straight. That team was the franchise's most recent playoff team. The run they're on now, second longest streak of the majors this season behind Atlanta's 14-game winning streak. Their manager, Scott Service, said, 11 wins in a row. It's incredible, incredible, the group we've got. The Mariners have gone 19-3 and since being 10 games under 500 on June 19th and have moved into the AL wildcard race. The winning streak has had six one-run games plus an extra inning win. They were down 5-1 going into the seventh inning before they got to Texas bullpen for two runs in the seventh and three more in the eighth. Before that, their only run came on number nine hitter Sam Haggerty's inside-the-park homer in the fourth inning. Corey Seager, who got added to the American League All-Star team and the Home Run Derby yesterday, had a double and two RBIs for the Rangers, which is four and three during a 10-game homestand, their longest of the season right now. Their starter, Martin Perez, allowed one run on three hits. He was really good. He matched a career high with nine strikeouts before being pulled after five innings and 102 pitches. He was looking for his eighth straight win. Haggerty's inside the park homer was a liner to shallow center that skipped past Tavares' glove and bounced all the way to the wall. It was the second inside the park homer at Globe Life in four games. On Monday, Rangers rookie Josh Smith had one. Almost identical circumstance involving the Oakland center fielder Loriano. So they'll play again tonight. You got Mariners lefty Robbie Ray, who's 7-6 and six with a 3-5-1 ERA against the Rangers right-hander Taylor Hearn, who's 4-5 and five with a 5.86 ERA. Ray has allowed only four earned runs in 39 and two-third innings in his last six starts. He's been great. It really is unbelievable that Seattle is now 48-42, and 42, but they're 11 games back of the first-place Astros in the American League West. But as for what matters to them, they're wildcard freaks. Tampa Bay and the Mariners have the two slots right now in the American League. The Rays by two and a half. Seattle's up one game over Toronto and Boston. The Orioles are one and a half back, winning 10 in a row. And then Cleveland's two back. The White Sox two and a half back. And the Rangers four and a half back. As for the National League side, the Braves and Padres have the two spots. Braves by six and a half. The Padres lead is two and a half over the Cardinals. And then the Phillies are a half game back of St. Louis. The Giants are a game back of the cards. Marlins three back. Rockies six back. Don't forget the Dodgers are one of the hottest teams in baseball as well. They've won 9 of 10, and their lead is 9.5 games over the Padres. Anderson tossed six scoreless innings for the Dodgers, and they won easily in St. Louis 4 to nothing last night.
The Mets maintain their two-and-a-half game lead over the Braves in the East. Carrasco pitched six great innings. Nimmo and Alonzo homered, and the Mets blew out the Cubs at Wrigley 8 to nothing last night. They won for the third time in four games, kept their lead in the East, and improved their road record to 28-19, and and the Cubs just can't score. They got three runs total over their last three games. Carrasco was tough, and the Mets starters improved to 7-3 and three with a 2.55 ERA in 14 July games. Nimmo had three hits, and the Mets had 12 hits overall. By the way, it was Alonzo's 24th home run of the season. Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 